If you only have a 401k, you're not getting the most for retirement. Wait, what? Add a Robinhood IRA on top, then they'll boost it by 3%. You can do that? And if you transfer in any retirement account, you get 3% on top of that. Is there a limit to the match? No limit. Robinhood Gold gets you the biggest contribution match of any IRA on the market. Sign up for Robinhood Gold at Robinhood.com slash boost by April 30th. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Match on transfers subject to additional terms and conditions. Robinhood Financial LLC, member SIPC. The following is a paid program. Hey, Big Blue Nation, it's time for Just the Tip on Talk Radio 1080. Now, here's every Wildcats best friend, Michael Bennett, alongside Shannon the Dude. Good morning, Big Blue Nation. This is just a tip. My name is Michael Bennett, and uh, Shannon the Dude is gone. And I mean gone for a long time, and I miss him already, but it's it's okay. We'll be okay. It'll just be you and me here, and we can talk if you don't mind. If you want to give us a call on the uh, bar, mama's, I'm already messing up, and he's gone because I'm letting it affect me. But the good news is... I got Billy Rutledge with me. Good morning, Billy. How are you doing? I'm good, Michael. How yeah, are you? I, I'm doing fantastic. Uh, if you want to give us a call on the Mama's Barbecue phone line, you can call us at 502-571-1080 or toll-free at 877-904-1080. You can also tweet us at just the tip KY. A lot to talk about today because this is, this is a big day and, and it seems like Mark Stoops, Vince Merrill and uh, the whole recruiting and coaching staff at UK football is on a bit of a hot streak when it comes to uh, going off of this nine and three season. And now they're starting to get some recruits. We thought we were losing. We thought we potentially might lose. Uh, some are coming back to consider us. And this is kind of fun right now. And I tell you what, it's going to be a big one today. And that's JJ Weaver out of Louisville Moore High School. So it was down to Louisville and Kentucky. And he's going to make his announcement today. And uh, yeah, I'm starting off with football today at 3.30. So I'm looking forward to that right there. He, he, he's the dude. I don't know if you know this, but it's been talked about quite a bit. He's got six fingers on one hand. Well, hold on, hold on. Yes. Six fingers? Yes. What's the story behind this? I I, I don't know. He was just uh, born with an extra appendage, and he, that's where it is right there. Six fingers, and, of course, he's a receiver. So, or not, he, No, he's not a receiver. He's a uh, defensive end. And this is this is huge news right here. Well, credit to the Cats and Coach Stoops of being opportunistic and going and recruiting in the city of Louisville where the University of Louisville doesn't have a head coach right now. They're doing it's the right timing for them to come in and see if they can get some of that top talent to switch over to the blue side. Well, and nothing against any of these recruits that are considering L, but why would you right now? There is, unfortunately, really nothing going on good over there. And uh, this is the time for you, right? This is the time for UK to go over there. And Mark Stoops uh, hit it hard Sunday and Monday going after these some of these U of L recruits. I, I like to see that. But uh, before we get too much into that, because, you know, the holiday season has started last week was Thanksgiving. Oh, we could go yesterday. It's hard to believe it's already been over a week. But I, I, Billy, I want to know from you because you're from a different generation than I am. And uh, are there any particular holiday movies that you like more than the other because i can tell you right now they're starting to come into play now and one of my favorites i wouldn't call it necessarily a classic but one of my favorites just started and it's elf with will ferrell that's a good one and i think that's a good one 
Uh, some of the, probably one of my more, and I like comedic holiday movies. And I've got to say, there's a couple out there. Are you a bad Santa kind of guy? No, no. I don't like Billy Bob Thornton. I've just never been a fan of his. I don't, he's not funny to me. Do you like him? No, I mean, it's okay. It's not the movie that I'd sit down and watch with my little brother and sister either. Um, as they're 12 and 11 and 12, but my favorites for the holidays are actually older ones. I like the Rudolph, yes. uh, Frosty, oh, yeah. oh. Uh, Christmas Story, yeah. all, all the classic old ones that you have to watch once classic a year every ones. year. Yeah, that makes me feel old. Uh, 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 what's the one you just said? Uh, Christmas Story. Yeah. It came out in 1983. I was a junior in high school. So, yeah, that makes me feel really oh, good. Shoot right your there. eye out, Michael. Yeah, I know. You got that. Uh, I'm thinking even older than that, Miracle on 34th Street. I always liked that one because it always had to do with New York. And I think best time to ever go to New York. If you ever have the chance and opportunity to do it, the best time to go is Christmas. And so that always stuck out with me. Home Alone in New York, the second uh, Home Alone movie. Yeah, how about Die Hard? Die Hard. See, that's now that gets away from the comedic side. That gets into, uh, the, the, I think Die Hard is a fantastic one. A lot of people do talk about that. Uh, the other one I think, of course, my favorite actor is Bill Murray. I love Bill Murray. And I think Scrooged was one of the great ones. And he's fantastic in it. Yeah, how could you hate Bill Murray? You can't, but it, it might be a little difficult to like him right now because, you know, he's going to be U of L's biggest fan. Well, just because they're a fan of U of L doesn't mean you have to immediately not like them. I'm not going to be that way. I, don't talk politics or sports with them. No. I, well, do I ever like talking politics in the first place? I I cannot stand talking politics, and you won't ever hear me talk politics on this show. Maybe once in a lifetime, once in a blue moon. But that, those are the ones. Let's talk about that a little a little later because I got some more out there that I think are some of the great ones. I do. I'm holding out probably on my favorite one. Scrooge is up there as far as my second favorite, but I I just think it's one of the funniest. All right, so we got a lot going on this weekend at, at in Lexington at University of Kentucky. Of course, I just mentioned J.J. Weaver's announcing, and of course, the other part is that uh, there's the potential of a former recruit or well commit to Oregon who's um Jaden what's his uh, last name I'm drawing a blank on it uh J- J- Jared Casey who was at Ballard and there's a chance now since he's decommitted now he's looking at he was considering uh Wisconsin Miami that's another huge one right there and then there's a U of L recruit that uh is West Virginia He's from there and was coming to U of L. I mean, Mark Stoops is really on a hot streak right now. Then, of course, we get basketball tomorrow. And it's, listen, we're playing UNC Greensboro, and that's not a cupcake game. I'm going to tell you right now. Why are you smiling? Oh, you think it's going to be pretty close? I think it will be. They, listen, they only, they played at LSU down in Baton Rouge, and they only lost to them by five, six points. And it was pretty close the entire game. That's the only game they've lost this year. So yeah, I think I think UK will win it, but I think it's going to be a lot closer than you think. Well, they're going to have to defend the three point line, something that they haven't done very well the last few games. They haven't done a lot of things very well the last few games. I thought they did a pretty good job this past game against Monmouth. Now, granted, it was Monmouth. Did you really see anything? Learn anything? Yeah, I saw bits and pieces. 
I did see them struggle with uh, handling the ball after the rebound. It seems like we just got really weak hands when it comes to rebounding. But I, I, I did see some improvement where they're holding their hands out and they are actually listening to Cal when it comes how to defend. That's one of the things I learned. And that's one of the things I want to see continue. So I've, because we've got a really tough schedule coming up between uh, Seton Hall, yeah, North Carolina. Then you got U of L just a few days after that. I mean, we're going to get into a stretch right here. It's going to be some losses for UK. Yeah, I, I would advise listening to Coach Cal as much as possible. Yes, my hot take. That that would be. I think that's a great one right there. Let's go ahead and take our first break. 502-571-1080-877-904-1080. If you want to give us a call on the Mama's Barbecue phone line or you can tweet me at just the tip. We'll be right back with your calls and a lot more because I do want to get into this basketball. And then a little more news about this guy that threatened Trinity High School. I want to talk about that as well. We'll be right back. This is just the tip. Thanks for listening to Just the Tip on Talk Radio 1080. All right, this is Michael Benton along with Billy Rutledge. Uh, another movie, It's a Wonderful Life. If you don't like, you got to shake your head yes to this. You have to acknowledge It's a Wonderful. Now, I know it gets overplayed some years, but it's got to be. If you don't like Amer- uh, It's a Wonderful Life, you're not American. I mean, am I wrong? I'm at- Jimmy Stewart is one of the greatest actors ever to be in, in America. Well, that's a bold statement, first oh, of all. Well, I make bold statements every day. Maybe back in the 60s, <laughs> a lot of 50s, them don't make he was sense. one of the best actors <laughs> yes. back in your day. but Back in my day. Here we go. Okay. Somebody's got to keep you in check while Shannon's away, Michael. <laughs> I have to do this now. Okay, fine. But, I mean, that's a movie that's always on. Yes. I don't think I've ever started it. If that makes any sense. It's always really? something I flip to and okay. I may watch a couple minutes, but I've never started it and watched it from beginning to end. All right, let's talk about this. Paul Feinbaum earlier this week on his show gave UK football a grade for their season. He gave them a B plus. I I think that uh, that's a little low. I'm going to have to say, UK hasn't won nine games. We all know the history of, about all the, the season, how historical it was since 1977, last time they did it. I have to say, I know that we've had a few games where they didn't play really well on the offensive side, but they still, they either lost close, with the exception of Georgia and Tennessee, or uh, they won the games. I know we stole one. But we still won. Those games, usually we lose. Usually we lose those games at the very end. But I'm telling you, I think UK and Mark Stoops deserves an A-. minus. I think B-plus is right on. Do I you? think they definitely exceeded expectations this year. But weren't you left feeling a little bit underwhelmed with what this team could have been? Well, But you, but again, I have to go back and remind myself, Billy, a lot of the SEC media media days down in Birmingham wasn't predicting UK to have a winning season uh, with maybe the exception of one out of how many. And I, I look back and I'm thinking, okay, I was thinking a six and six season. I was hoping because I thought this season was going to be a lot harder. So, well, let's go to the phone lines and find out. 502-571-1080-877-904-1080 if you want to give us a call on the Mama's Barbecue phone line. Let's go to Joe. What's up, Joe? Uh, good morning, gentlemen. Uh, great season, but and the recruiting's going good. We'll keep our fingers crossed today in the city of Louisville that, that it, it goes uh, really, really good. I mean, we've got some great prospects. That if we can get them to come to our school, we're, we're – be uh, uh, replacing some of the great playmakers that we're losing. 
So it's all on the up and up right now. Well, I think so, too, and I I don't see how, and I don't want to jinx it now, but J.J. Weaver had really narrowed it down again, like I said in the first segment, down to Louisville and Kentucky. Why would you pick U of L? That's that's one thing I wouldn't understand if he did that. You don't even know who the coach is going to be. And then as far as uh, Ballard's Jared Casey, I, I really think it's going to be Kentucky as well. But go ahead, Joe. But my big point is, after the bowl game's over, and and whoever it might be, Penn State or Northwestern, it really don't matter to me right now. It's right. Big Ten school, and we recruit up in that area as far as Ohio. I would love to see us get into Chicago, the area, uh, somehow. But right now, it's like we're getting a blank up there. But the whole point is, be a Big Ten team, and maybe up north, the recruiting gets better. But here's my big point. I'll tell you right now, next year, when we play this Florida team, when they come to Lexington, if this Mark Stoops don't have this team ready to just kill this Florida team, and I know we ain't going to kill them, but to the point we got to win the game. That's what I'm getting at. We got no respect this year when it comes to Kentucky and Florida. I mean, the, the victory over Florida didn't mean nothing to the, to the people who actually uh, does this uh, Final Four. I mean, we got to beat this team next year on our home field. I mean, it, it, it's, it's to me, I, I'm already looking ahead to Florida game. This season's not even over yet. <laughs> That's right. And, and see, I like that. I like the fact that there are a number of people out there, and I, I bet you it's more than anybody outside of Kentucky gives Kentucky credit for that root for this football team. We're not just a basketball team. I Don't get me wrong. I love basketball. I love John Calipari. I love what he's done for this university, and I love the rich history we have with basketball. We are also, and this fan base desperately wants a football program to succeed. Now that we've got it, and we've seen signs of it as well, Joe, you have to admit that because you look at the Mississippi State game and the crowd we had there, the South Carolina, and then to top it all off, the Georgia game. So I'm with you. I think two things have to be accomplished next year. One thing, you're right. we got to come up here. Uh, Florida has to come up here, and we have to beat them and show that the people out there, the media, guess what? We're better than Florida now. The other thing is... We can't have Tennessee come in here and manhandle us like they did down in Knoxville. That's the game that still, it leaves, I know it's nine and three. I know uh, a lot of things about that, but that's the one game that sticks out in my mind and leaves a bad taste in my mouth. Well, I bring up Florida first because we're going to play them first. Oh, yes. yeah. That, right. You're right. Well, you know, I haven't forgot about the Tennessee debacle. I mean, but, but, but Florida's the first, and that's why I bring it up as far as being the importance. So that's pretty much my point, and I'll let you off let somebody else talk. Thanks. All right, I appreciate that, Joe. Good phone call right there, because I can tell you right now, the president of the college football playoff system, Billy uh, Mullins, and it's not, it's not Dan Mullins down in Florida, but I, it must be his brother Might or cousin. Well be, yeah. Exactly, because you cannot give me a solid reason as to why UK is not ranked ahead of Florida, because he kept saying it's the body of work. Bull. If that's the body of work, our body of work looks better than them's. Uh, them's. Did I just really say that? Better than <laughs> theirs. And uh, sometimes my English just gets a little out of whack, but it's better than theirs. Are I'm you... telling you right now, the only thing they can say, and he wouldn't admit it, is because they have a historical history uh, history of winning more and their brand. Uh, somebody tweeted me a couple of days ago, it's because of their brand, and I totally agree with that. No, I absolutely agree with that. It's a thing where they just spark debate. The bigger fan bases get a little bit better treatment in that college football playoff poll. Yes. But put it to his side. You know why that Florida's ranked ahead of Kentucky. It's the Tennessee loss. 
what it was. Nobody expected Kentucky well, playing that well to go to Knoxville and only score seven points. Uh, I think Florida had a bad loss as well on their own field, and that was Missouri. They got thumped by Missouri. So you can't tell me the Tennessee loss was a bad loss when Florida had an even or just as bad a loss with, on their own field against Missouri. And Florida lost head-to-head. And Florida to lost to Kentucky exactly. head-to-head by double digits. That's the other part right there. Let's go back to the phone lines, 502-571-1080. Let's go to Big Nick. What's up, Big Nick? How's it going, Michael? I'm doing great. How are you doing? I'm doing good. Billy, keep him, keep him calm down. <laughs> That's so, hard someone to do. asked you, Nick. <laughs> Dang, Michael, calm down, son. Calm down. Well, you know, it's not fair, You're though, right. Big Nick. Let, let me. Right, let, uh, the national bias with Florida and Kentucky. Yes. That's all it is. You're right. There's no reason to discuss it because I want to talk about something else. Okay, good. <laughs> that, that'll that calm me <laughs> down right there because that gets me charged every time. When it comes to unfair I know rankings. I know, I know it's your show, but I'm talking. <laughs> I, <want to. laughs> I love this guy. I want to do it because you let me talk where Matt Jones, he mm-hmm. won't. He, he over talk. Oh, you know. Okay. I like Matt Jones. I like him to death. He's a great guy. Let me get the word in yes. That's right. Hey, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. First thing is, if Kentucky don't come to play, UNC and Greenville will beat them. So yes. better, that's my problem with this team. It seems like they don't come to play for 40 minutes yet. They don't have the chemistry and they don't have the heart yet. Because rebounding and all that stuff is all about heart. And defense is all about intensity and motor and coming to play. What? So if they don't do that, they're not going to win. Well, but but I got to admit, though, this team feels like they have a little more heart than last year's team. Would you agree with that? Not by yes, much, but they do. And Cal keeps yes, talking about this is yes, the best three-pointing team that he's – a shooting team that he's ever had. And I think we're starting to see glimmers of light of it. Keldon Johnson, I mean, that dude, how he's not one of the top freshmen in the country – I don't know. He's not being considered for it. He's only averaging uh, right at 20 points a game for the last three games. He's fun to watch, and uh, E.J. Montgomery is going to be just a blocking machine. He's kind of a little bit, he needs to improve a lot more, but a little bit a la uh, Anthony Davis. Oh, oh, whoa, whoa. Wait, yeah. <laughs> Here we go again. I thought you'd like Hi. that. Billy? <laughs> <laughs> Do I need to step in? <laughs> I don't know about Anthony Davis. I'd, I'd go with the. I said a little I'd now. Go with the more talented, uh, uh, the guy who who transferred to Florida, uh, Marcus. Uh, um, who is his name? Guy he transferred to California. Marcus. Uh, Marcus. Uh, I'm a blank. Years ago, yeah. that tall guy used to block him and lob him all the time. Yes. Yeah. Uh, Marcus Lee. Anyway, but I got one more thing. Kentucky needs to be a little more consistent, and they'll yeah. get a little more respect in bass in football and basketball too this year but i want to ask you did you see that thing about bobby knight last night you know unfortunately i did not see it i missed it so uh did you get to watch it oh yeah i watched it it just just proves everything i you know i actually liked him in the 70s and 80s yeah because he was such an awesome coach yes oh yeah realize what a horrible person he was (laughs) you know and it just goes to show you, and it's really without giving anything away, uh, about the power of you know of a of a coach. Yeah. Over the whole state. Yes. You know, I mean, he was telling you know he was like 
I'm, I'm not going to give it away for you, but but yeah, it just, it just a lot of people were scared to come forward because he had power over people's jobs. Yeah, you well, know we, that you know we it's like he could make a phone call to somebody. Oh, and, somebody's job. and see that's one of those things, Big Nick. We got to leave it right there. We got a heartbreak coming on, so I don't mean to cut you off right there. So, but I appreciate the phone call. Listen, we got a lot more to talk about. We got Nick on hold, and we got uh, I want to tell you a little story about Bobby Knight as well. When we come back. Give us a call, 502-571-1080. This is just a tip. Now back to Just the Tip on Talk Radio 1080. Mama's Mustard Pickles and Barbecue. They are famous for their wings and beef ribs, both of which have been featured on Diners, Drive-Ins, and Dives. And in the book, The Top 100 Barbecue Restaurants in America, which called their beef ribs the second best in America and called their wings the best in America. They also have been voted best wings four years in a row by Leo Magazine right here in Louisville. They have two fantastic locations, 119 South Hurstburn Parkway and 102 Bower Avenue, right in the heart of St. Matthews. Speaking of St. Matthews, oh, well, well, uh, no, I'm going to talk about that in a minute. I don't want to talk about that yet. But if you're looking at the – we're going to talk about the guy that got arrested for – threatening trinity high school I, I but i'm not ready yet i want to give that just a second more to null right there okay uh so citrus bowl they put on their website a picture of benny snell I, if you're wanting to go to orlando kind of like oscar combs because he loves disney world but I, I it, make, it makes you feel good that they got a picture of benny snell right there i know they want him. i know outback wants them I just, I'm excited about the fact that we're going to Florida for a bowl game. Oh, that's nice for you. Yes. Because you're going to be able to travel and go to the hotels and the press boxes. But that's cool. I think Kentucky wants to see their team in a New Year's Six Bowl. And this would be a big opportunity for them, despite it it might them be playing Northwestern once again in a revenge game. Yeah, and I think Benny Snell would like to have that. He was hoping to have Ohio State, which I think would have been a great game. I think we would have lost. But it would have been fun to see what Benny Snell would show up on Ohio State. I think Benny would like Northwestern, too, to show that hey we can beat you we should have beaten you last year but uh, i guess i guess i'm thinking well citrus puts benny's picture on their website so that kind of proves to you that okay is it going to be citrus bowl and i i just you know i clearly don't know at this time i just i'm glad we're going to a bowl game and i'm glad it's a major bowl game let's go back to the mama's barbecue phone line 502-571-1080-877-904-1080 let's go to nick what's up nick hey mike how's it going I'm doing great. How are you doing? Oh, pretty good, man. Good. Yeah, off work today, so that's a good day. Oh, you're off work today. Fantastic. Now, so, so Nick, tell me this. Why are you up so early then if you're off work today? You should be sleeping a little longer. I like listening to your show. Well, I, well, I appreciate that. That's very nice. Now, Nick, do you live here in Louisville or do you live outside of Louisville? I live in Louisville. You live in Louisville. Okay, good. All right, so what's on your mind this morning, Nick? Uh, only question uh, about U of L uh, is uh, if, if Neil Brown comes to Louisville, uh, how do you think Kentucky fans are responding to that? 
Well, I, I can tell you right now, I think it would make uh, UK fans really nervous because Neil Brown, and I talked about this uh, sometime this week, uh, but I think Neil Brown will be able not just to only recruit in Louisville, but with his ties outside of Louisville, of course, he's from uh, Danville, I believe, originally, uh, it's going to be a real uh, thorn in the backside of UK because he'll go outside of, the, uh, of Louisville and be able to recruit and bring players into UofL. Uh, he's a great offensive mind. I think he does a great job when it comes to the offense. So, honestly, Nick... I'm a little nervous about that, but I don't think U of L fans want him. I don't think even the administration at U of L want him. What do you think, Billy? I think it's this guy from Appalachian State. Yeah, that's what I've seen. But wherever, whatever direction they go to, I think they're going to a young, offensive-minded head coach that can rebuild the culture and the entire program. You know, when it was Brom as the main candidate, I think you could have put a bandaid over a lot of things and the fan base would have gave him some patience and some time. Right. Now with a Neil Brown or a guy from Appalachian State who they don't really know, I think it's in complete rebuild and it may be a long time until you see them win six games again. I will say this though, Nick. I'm surprised that they're considering this guy when North Carolina didn't even consider him. They just went after Mac Brown, which I find that is an unusual hire. Nothing against Mac Brown and his age, but I'm like you, Billy. I would rather have somebody young, up and coming that's going to bring excitement back. Just because you're a name and you, you won in the past. I don't think that really excites the fan no, base. He's an old fart. And when <laughs> wow. you're trying to recruit these young guys, yes. Mac Brown can't relate to somebody who's on Twitter and Instagram Not at all. doing things like that. Not at all. So I, I just don't think that excites the fan base. But go ahead, Nick. I'm sorry. Oh, no. I don't mean to interrupt. Uh, hey, do you know where Jerry Eves is? Uh, no, I don't know where Jerry Eves is, but uh, hopefully he'll be back one of these days. Have you seen him? Uh, no, I have not. I, yeah, I just don't know. So, all right, Nick, anything else before we let you go? Uh, no, sir. All right. No, have hey, have a great day off from work, okay, and a great weekend. I appreciate the phone call. 502-571-1080-877-904-1080. Let's get to some of the tweets. Uh, Michael uh, said, Michael Bennett, I agree, ours is better than them's. So, okay, so I, I make bad comments as far as with my English. I, I admit that right there. Wes tweeted, you keep saying Florida had a bad loss at the hands of Missouri, but Missouri ended 8-4, and four, Tennessee ended 5-7. and seven. Now, see, Wes, I do agree with you there, but the, again, it goes back to this was on Florida's own field. And so I, I realize it's a two-game swing there bef- between the two teams. I still think that was a bad loss. Not You're right. Not quite as bad as our loss to Tennessee, but we were down in Knoxville. They had their quarterback come back from injury, so a little bit of a difference there. James and Bobtown said, UT finished the season 5-7. and seven. Missouri finished playoff rankings number 23. Still don't agree, but that seems to be the justification. And that might be it, but I still don't think the body of work defines that whatsoever. I'm just still going to disagree. Tyler said, B-plus seems low, exceeded everyone's expectations. We're talking about Paul Feinbaum gave... Uh, UK football season, uh, a grade of B plus. Uh, they exceeded everyone's expectations, projected five win season. Uh, top five player there in Josh Allen, second in SEC East. The list goes on A plus for a Kentucky program who is a basketball school. Now, Tyler, yes, but I, let's, let's move on. I want us to really, and I, I hope Mitch Barnhart 
and the athletic departments tries to separate us from just a basketball school. And I think that's being done, Billy, don't you? No, I definitely agree, especially with this year's football team. I think this fan base is starting to really get around these guys like I've never seen before. Yes, I I agree with you wholeheartedly. Okay, yesterday the dude was arrested that uh, threatened to burn down Trinity. His name was uh, Thor Wiljanin, and I think I'm saying it right, and he was charged with second-degree terroristic threatening. That comes with, are you ready for this, maximum of one to five years in prison. Now... I, we're on in Paducah, and of course we know a lot of things that have happened down at Marshall County. Uh, I think if you ask any of those parents if they think his tweets were funny, or if you go to any other school that's been threatened and had uh, a gun violence within their school, I think they would read these tweets and say, there's nothing funny about that. I, I know it's today's, uh, we're all going to say today's uh, times and age of, of all this happening with all the negativity when it comes to gun violence within school systems. I, I just, you don't do anything like that. I think him being arrested is deserved. And if anything, I, I don't want, I'm probably, I just have to learn more about the dude. I don't know if he deserves to go to prison, but all these U of L fans that are saying, oh, lighten up. It's like, no, you don't lighten up something about this. You just don't do it. If my kids were going to that school, I wouldn't be lightening up about that. And I would say he needs to have a pretty hefty fine if he doesn't go to prison. That's what that dude deserves. You know, I don't disagree with you, Michael, especially in the day and age that we live in where, um, you know, saying something with a bomb near an airport or a movie theater is faux pas. And especially with these school shootings lately and how police have stopped so many people from committing even more. But something that's very important here and something in life that people don't always look at is context is key in a lot of situations. And I'm not defending this guy, but if you look at the Twitter account as a whole, the whole thing is a joke. The guy's never made a serious comment in his life. And also, the threat was made before the decision was made. Now, I don't disagree with you. I think this guy should be punished. I don't think it's something that you should ever go out and tweet. Just showing the ramifications of social media once again. I think more people lose jobs than gain them on social media. But there is a context to this that many people aren't seeing. And I don't blame the parents for not diving in and looking into it more. But I can also see the other side of the coin where people are angry that this blew up the way it did. Well, uh, he's got nobody to blame for himself because I can tell you, yeah, it might be a satire uh, Twitter account. But on the other hand, you never know when that day's going to come. That satire might come to fruition and he does or that person, not he or she, goes out and starts shooting people. So I, I just because the entire Twitter account was funny, I don't I just don't trust that. Hey, he's continuing to be funny. You just don't know if the flip of a switch, he's going to say, no, forget it. I'm going out and shoot people or I'm going to go out and burn down the school. Right. And you in just don't do it. In today's age, you can't take that risk. But I'm saying in a lot of times in life, people don't look at context. And they are quick to make judgment in that. Yeah, well, let's go ahead and take our last break. I do want to talk. I got a little update about the Iowa Hawkeye play-by-play announcer. I want to talk about that when we come back. Plus, uh, uh, our good friend Roy Williams had some comments. And it seems like is coaching comments becoming a trend now, cutting on themselves. I want to talk about that. It's another we, old fart. Oh, exactly. 502-571-1080-877-904-1080 plus big weekend in Lexington. We got soccer. We got volleyball. And of course, we got basketball. We're going to talk about the basketball team too before we head out of here. This is Just the Tip. Thanks for listening to Just the Tip on Talk Radio 1080. 
All right, we're back. My favorite, I'm going to have to say, my favorite Christmas movie of all time is always going to be uh, National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation. I, I, it's Chevy Chase is funny. Randy Quaid steals the show as far as I'm concerned. I love Randy Quaid. I mean, have you seen that movie before, Billy? Of course. Okay, so you like that one. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. I, I just, I love that movie. Uh, by the way, five-star power forward Matthew Hurt who's ranked number seven overall or, and number two power forward in the 2019 class is coming to Lexington this week. And I think that's going to be a big deal. And I, hopefully we do have a shot. He's uh, got offers also from Duke, Kansas, North Carolina, Villanova. I mean, all the big ones. And here's what I love. Tyrese Maxey, of course, who's a guard committed to UK for next year. He's even into the recruiting process trying to bring him there. I, I love that fact, but you know, I don't know if many people know this. Matthew Hurt has some uh, history with UK. His dad is from Paducah, went to Murray State. His, uh, his grandfather played basketball at Murray State. He's got a, uh, an uncle and a number of cousins that are UK alums. So I kind of feel like maybe we got an inside track. I know uh, 24-7 sports crystal ball is saying it's going to be Kansas, but uh, I I think we have a little bit of chance right there. And, of course, the dude, he can shoot everywhere. It's fun to watch these guys. You know, back years ago, it was always the big men stayed the inside. Now you got them on the outside. Even with Anthony Davis, I talked about him a little earlier, and I was a little overboard there with the E.J. Montgomery comparison, but I do like that E.J.'s doing a lot of blocking. That's fun to watch, and I think he has great timing. But Anthony Davis, he didn't shoot outside at U.K., and now look at what he's doing in the NBA, shooting outside. Well, that's that's the Warriors. You have them to blame for changing college no, basketball and, and NBA. Oh, the Warriors doing that? Okay, well, I got gotcha. The Golden State Warriors with, with the threes and everything. Yeah, but yeah. I will say about recruiting-wise, yes. I think every in-state basketball recruit should have a slight edge to Kentucky going forward because there seems to be a mystique, right? There is the history of Kentucky basketball. If you grew up in the state, your uncles and your parents or your in-laws were probably UK fans. So I imagine every in-state recruit for basketball probably has a a, a, um, a knowledge or an experience with Kentucky in some type of way. Speaking of in-state recruits, or well, the one that is committed for next year, Dante Allen. I don't know if you saw this. His first game that he played, of course, he's senior in high school right now. Right. 52 points. 52 points. And guess what? The next night or the next game, he topped it. Dante Allen scored 53 points against Scott. Holy cow. I, that's this is a guy that has his 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 um stock has gone up so much lately. And this is awesome. I'm excited about Dante Allen coming to UK. Before it's like okay, yeah, he's pretty good, and then he started playing good in the summer games and summer league, and then now looking at him playing in high school, the dude's just dominating out there, fifty two and fifty three. Oh, that's a good sign. And, it's a great uh, sign. He's riding that wave after. I think it was DJ Jeffries that decommitted, and then he came in yes. really right up after that to lift yeah. Kentucky fans' spirits. So he's a guy right. that uh, a lot of expectations for him moving forward. All right, real quick, let's talk about Roy Williams because he made a comment. North Carolina lost to Michigan the other night and pretty much got thumped, eighty four sixty seven. And Roy Williams is there after the the ball game and said, well, my coaching sucked. It's like, what's going on? You know, you got Cal talking about I'm an overrated recruiter. Now you got Roy Williams saying my coaching sucked. I mean, just admit that 
the game didn't go well. You didn't prepare the team well enough. They weren't ready. Maybe you're not as good as you thought you were. And just move on from that. Don't just don't go to yourself and say, oh, I'm terrible. I'm a terrible coach. I just can't stand that. Well, same to Cal. There's I, no I'm reason for him to say that I'm and with put you. himself down. I don't think that helps him at all. It didn't help the fan base either. No, it doesn't. And uh, so I, I just wish we could move on from those kind of negative comments towards yourself when you're out there and things aren't going your well like they have in the past. Just say, hey, listen, I'm down about it. I'm sorry we didn't get James Wiseman. I'm going to go out there and get more recruits. No need to worry. No, as We are not in panic mode. And with the way he said it, it made us feel like we're in panic mode. Well, also today's age where you have so many uh, blogs and media whatever. outlets yeah. and asking all these questions 24-7, I can see yeah. these guys getting fed up with the media or guys asking him questions about rethinking the entire offensive scheme. Yeah, let's go back to the Mama's Barbecue phone line, 502 <laughs> I know, I heard you. Okay, I'm glad you got it. <laughs> yeah, Let's go to Daryl. What's up, Daryl? Hey, Michael. How's it going? Today? I'm doing great, Daryl. How are you? I'm doing good. Good. I am uh, going to the Marshall County Hoop Fest tomorrow, and I was really looking forward to seeing James Wiseman, even though we're not going to get him. But now he might not be coming. Did you hear about that? Yeah, I did. And this whole situation with, I don't remember who the uh, person was, uh, somebody within the media. Who was that uh, that said that UK fans were threatening him? And, of course, I was really happy with his uh, high school basketball coach said, no, that's not the case. Uh, I don't know. I, I think it's more this is kind of blown up, and now he just doesn't want to come and play there. And I, What do you think, Daryl? I think it's unfortunate well, is what it comes down to. They also have like six players suspended for some sort of altercation in a game, and that may play a little factor into it, too. They may not have enough <laughs> well, 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 maybe that's the entire reason they're not coming, because they had to suspend all the players. And that would be a very good reason. I am looking forward to seeing Dante Allen tomorrow night, though. Yeah. If I could, if UK wasn't playing tomorrow in Lexington, I would be in Paducah or Marshall County to see that game right there because Dante Allen evidently is just every game he plays, he keeps improving more and more and more. And it's going to be fun to have a, a homegrown young man come to Kentucky and perform like he's doing right now. I was looking on the KSR uh, page. It's something about he scored like 52 points uh, the other night. So, where, where were you five minutes ago? I just said that. 52 oh, sorry. <laughs> That's okay, Daryl. I got to razz you a little bit. Yeah, he scored 52 points his first game and then 53 points his second game. That's just awesome. Yeah, that's what we need. Yeah, you, you got to tune in a little more. I got little tidbits of information. I'm, you're the man, Michael. I'm sorry. <laughs> I appreciate it. All right, Daryl, anything else before we let you go? Y'all have a fantastic weekend. All right, you do the same. Appreciate the phone call. All right, so now let's, uh, let, real quick before we go, we talked about this yesterday. Billy, you weren't here, but Iowa Hawkeye play-by-play announcer Gary Dolphin had made some comments disparaging. They weren't necessarily disparaging, but he was being critical of their game. This is Iowa against Pittsburgh the other night. And, of course, Pittsburgh has some pretty good players, and they got beat by uh, Pittsburgh. But he was saying, oh, come on. Why can't we get players like this? They got three of them. We only we don't even have one. We'll just take one. Well, they suspended Gary Dolphin for two games. And I think that's sad. I, I, he's been announcing there for 22 years for Iowa Hawkeye basketball, which is a struggle right there in itself. Well, do you think play-by-play announcers should be homers? 
Not necessarily. No, I, I don't think. If, if something's going on with the team, and this is something I would love to hear Tom Leach talk about. Yeah, they should be allowed to say something a little critical. Now, let's not go overboard. But they should say, we're just not playing good tonight. Well, they are employees of the team. I understand. But you should have that freedom to say, if things aren't going right, say it. I I, I agree with that wholeheartedly right there. But I, I guess that's why I would get fired immediately after a half. I wouldn't even survive that, I bet. All right, everybody. We got UK tomorrow. I'm going to predict they're going to beat and win. We got soccer tonight, volleyball tonight as well. Everybody have a great weekend. We'll see you Monday.